back to the Pod de Jeu, where I am Thomas. And I am Andrew. And we're here to review once more another part of our lives that I'm sure will have a, a deep connection to anybody who has ever sought a bargain in their life. Indeed. And remember, as always at the Pod de Jeu, everything is under review. Absolutely. And today's thing that is under review is the $1 store in Southwest Sydney called... Now, is it Dollar World All? I believe it's Dollar World Owl. Oh, Owl, as in the pain from the financial crunch and the the toll of the economic burdens that we have in society. Owl. I, it could very well be. I, I There are many meanings that could be taken from this. That is the one I've chosen to take, as you have, obviously. Um, it could mean anything. They could be referencing AU, the country. But, I mean, frankly, that's just laughable to think that's what it is. Oh, so it could be AU could be but frankly who would jump to that conclusion certainly not frank now we visited this one dollar store uh now some would flippantly call it a dollar store thomas but as its own pamphlet which i have here states that it is not a dollar store but it is an import wholesale direct warehouse did you say direct 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 wow okay i was unaware of that that could change my my entire perception of this probably won't but it could now, we visited this store, this uh, wholesale direct warehouse, after a, 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 another production team lunch. We were drunk on merriment and good company, and we thought we, we, we were really looking for a, and te- a, a wholesale discount. We were also drunk on $10 beers, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so today we're using a, a very, very important, a very, um, well, often misunderstood judging criteria. Andrew, could you introduce us to it? Uh, we are using the Selfridge Six Steps of Attunement, mm. also known as, of course, the Selfridge Six or the Steps of Attunement, or rather, more unsuccessfully known as the SS and SA. Right, yes, I can sort of see how that would, would become a bit of a problem. There is also some other murky history with this uh, as well. We also want to make sure it's not to be confused with the Selfridge Six artists, uh, the disco performers who had a minor hit in Norway with... Bumping it. Bumping it. One of my all-time favourites. Uh, get him on the karaoke floor, people. Oh, guys. Uh, not now, not now. Maybe later. With a different microphone. Indeed. Now, running through the uh, the SS and the SA today, we've got uh, facade, ambience, quality of goods, movability, labelling, customer service, and then, of course, the all-important verdict, where and when you should go. Indeed. Now, of course, when I saw the facade of this store, the first thing I came to mind was quite clearly neoclassical thrift. Uh, I felt that it was strong and yet not overpowering in its showing you the bargains and letting you know that they are to be had. I thought there was a clear, a clear delineation between um, civilization and non-civilization at this doorstep. And I, I, I won't, I'll leave you to discover where civilization ends, whether it's at the door leaving or at the door going in. But there was clearly a clear distinction between the people who would shop here and the people who wouldn't shop here. By the doorstep was a, a vintage bottle of Passion Pop. Now, uh, anyone who's in touch with the alcohol scene or the alcohol industry will know that Passion Pop, especially its raspberry flavour, is one of its best, uh, one of the best uh, products that you can get off wine. If it is in fact wine, it could in fact just be dregs. But either way, there, there was a, an empty, uh, discarded bottle of Passion Pop just by the door, and I thought that would sum up the experience quite well. Only few 
few people would ever really drink Passion Pop before this, and I think it's a certain clientele that they're really looking for. Uh, yeah, it, it, it matches the sort of people who would shop here as well. It, it lets you know this is a store that pairs well with Passion Pop. Very rarely ever said, but never has it been truer. Oh, never. And that brings us through now to the ambiance. Because once you get past the facade of it, the first impressions, if you will, you, you'd have to take in everything. Drink as in it. the experience. Indeed you do. Now... As I saw, there was an alarm softly droning as if to reassure you of safety and of quality. A radio that was playing none of the hits of today or even yesteryear. A perfect background melange for such an occasion as this. See, obscuring my, um, my, my reception off that background music was the regular and frequent multicultural yelling that I heard from uh, other customers and other people there, often proclaiming, that's cheap, or check this out. Now, those are the sorts of things you want to hear when you run a wholesale direct warehouse. I believe I heard one calling to their brethren as, Oi, dickhead, check this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not 100 sure if that's correct pronunciation, but I think we might go with that. We're not bilingual in any sense of the word. Uh, no. We only speak English, and certainly that doesn't come from uh, any sort of regular day-to-day English that we encounter. Of course. Um, as we went through to the quality of goods, now you have to run the eye over everything just to give it that true sense that what you are purchasing is in fact of the highest quality. Now. First things that we saw, of course, were a rich variety of animals with which to insert your hands, feet, or miscellaneous. Uh, essential oils such as bergamot, lavender, and poison. For the little ones, there was a variety of chalk, stickers, and non-Lucasfilm-affiliated Star Wars merchandise. I, for one, never knew a lightsaber made blaster sounds or indeed an explosion. Now, the there was, there was a great point of contention there as soon as he walked in. Andrew has... Uh, he referred to um, sock puppets. But I was not convinced they were sock puppets. They just looked like um, yarn spun with animal faces. I was not convinced that they had any meaningful purpose whatsoever other than the fact that they would fall apart the second you tried to put anything in them, on them, or near them. Or through them, in fact. I think, I think a lot of things had gone through a number of these gloves given that they turned into tubes. Indeed. Oh, this terrible moments. One of the other good products I, I, I was able to find was a real genuine quality, only fraying at one end, Xena Warrior Princess belt. Uh, it had her face embossed, or might I say printed on with a uh, bubble jet printer. Uh, scenes from that classic hit television show, really emphasising that we've moved into a new age of gender equality and poor craftsmanship. Exactly, there was. Now, as we we walked through this store and looked at the many bountiful goods inside. That brought us to the next criteria, which was movability. Now, as I looked at it, like all good labyrinths, it winds endlessly. If you wish for it to truly give up its bounty, you must venture deep into the heart of it. And through doing so, it may indeed drive you mad. Now, mad for bargains or just mad in general, we, who can be sure until it happens? I would describe the store as Bowie-esque in the sense that he starred in the film Labyrinth, and that's what this store was. It was a labyrinth with wide berths and very poor organisation. I felt that that really enhanced the actual experience because I had no way to find what I was looking for unless I knew the colour. That seemed to be the way things were organised, in colour sections. There was a section of white goods, which did not include any traditional white goods, blue goods 
green goods and rainbow goods. These goods were organised by colour, so that meant I was always hunting for a bargain rather than being delivered a bargain. And of course, as I don't see colour, that caused a considerable problem for me in finding anything that I was trying to see. You really do need to get that checked out. I do keep telling you. You're not my mother. Uh, Now, that brings us through, of course, to... When you're looking at things in these stores, you need to, of course, check the labelling. Now, the quality of the labelling. And I'm going to throw to my learned colleague here first, because he had some very salient points about this. Well, the labelling, I felt, was, again, another throwback to the past of when uh, bartering was the better system, where there was no real prices given for anything except whether a number hung above it in some sort of... Um, way of saying this is how much this is. There was a lot of maths involved. A lot of products were contingent on you buying multiples and having to get out your calculator or maybe grab a nearby friend who was good at maths and really try and figure out how much you would end up paying for product X or product Y. There was a lot of uh, decimal points. I saw one number with three decimal points. I was not sure if it was $2.50 dollars or some sort of fraction of a cent for this product. I believe it was a uh, mason jar to store either tea, pasta, or bodily fluids. I was quite unclear on that, based on, again, the labelling. Indeed. Now, I happen to have one of these items purchased. Now, while searching, we decided to to each of us purchase an object just to truly give it a sense. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Thomas purchased himself a fine fine knit cap. I did. Uh, I've been wearing it around the town. You probably would have seen me uh, either in the, in the flesh or in the newspaper. The, 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 that wacky person wearing a red beanie with uh, the ear flaps. And uh, I've had a lot of uh, favourable comments on it. Particularly from the district court staff. Yeah, they did ask me to remove it as the judge came in. Uh, I argued it wasn't a hat but a cap and so that's why we had a bit of a break between <laughs> it a, episodes. It was a crazy mix em up. But, you know, once they stopped tasing him it was all great from there uh, I however decided to go to the to the clothing section and see what I could find now they had a a it was it was a bin full of shirts now shirts for exercising shirts for uh, allowing you to to truly get yourself back into that fitness that everybody should have now this I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right I think it's Hervis? I, I believe you are. Um, I'm pretty sure that's that that's a um a, a gym chain uh, run by Jicky uh, Ricky Curveus. Uh, I believe it. We're with Zumba Fitness. Now that's why that's what struck it to me because Zumba, of course, as we know, Zumba like the great grandson of Taibo, and is truly a, a spectacular form to keep yourself fit. I know that many many mothers, especially like that sort of training center, and they look for that as the way to get the the pre-baby body back, whether or not they ever had the pre-baby body, is to be debated. Now, I, I think one thing worth commenting on is that your shirt, the size is LG. I'm not 100% sure if that's um, Life's Good, a reference back to the manufacturer, possibly, or uh, if that's some sort of strange size... Uh, sizing that we've we've not encountered before. Potentially, but what I would like to draw attention to is this label at the top of the bag the shirt comes in. Now, it says, warning, to avoid damage or suffocation, keep away from babies and children. Do not use in cribs, beds, carriages, or play pens. This is not a toy. Now, that, frankly, I find deeply insulting and goes completely mm-hmm. against my youth mm-hmm. initiative, Child Fight, of which you're a patron. Big patron. Now... 
Of course, supplemental note I'd like to add is the name is currently under review after the whole unpleasantness of this past March. And we do look forward, though, once that's settled, with helping the youth of today continue in their fight. Yes, uh, a great initiative that you've got going on there for the youth of today, tomorrow and yesteryear. Um, there's one other product... I would like to uh, sort of refer to here. It was um, now many people are probably familiar with the children's animation series as well as a toy line called My Little Pony. However, we found a product called My Little Horse. Now, My Little Horse clearly is marketed to those people who grew up with My Little Pony but wanted their toys to grow with them. And so consequently, when you become too old for the age recommendation of My Little Pony, you can now start to buy and fill your rooms, fill your bathtubs, fill your beds with My Little Horse. Now, I think that if I looked closer, I would probably find... My Little Horses, um, Farlap Edition, Kingston Town Edition, even Sectariat uh, Edition. But consequently, uh, we didn't look very deep. We didn't. I would personally was looking to see if we could find Rooting King, but apparently that one was sold out. Not much can be done about it. Not that. much can be done, unfortunately. And that moves us on to our next uh, criteria, Andrew. Which, of course, is customer service. Now, essential element to any shopping experience. Absolutely it is. Now... The vibe I got from customer service was that, that much like an apparition, staff seemed to sparingly waft around the aisles just out of reach of the public. If approached, one feared they may rise up on their haunches and bare their teeth to ward off predators. I, I, I had a very similar understanding of customer service. I, I felt as though they were Dementor-esque from Harry Potter, floating about, sucking your face if you ever got too close to them, uh, to the point that they were, they, were, they were so missing that I wasn't even aware this was a store to begin with. When I walked in, I thought, is this just a, a, a take-it-as-you-need warehouse? But no, there was, in fact, customer warehouse and a place to check out. Out, shockingly. Occasionally you would see somebody you could assume from the matching shirts they wore pushing trolleys through the middle like a runaway train not to be stopped, not to be questioned, just to push the stock to an unseen section of the warehouse. To be fair, I was a little unsure if those people wearing matching shirts um, were in fact staff or were a, a family who had visited the gift store and bought you know, the family package shirts off, say, Curves or uh, and, and any range of healthcare companies. Or Muse. Hervez. Oh, Hervez, sorry. You, you, the pronunciation. I know it's a little, it's a little difficult and it looks Hervez. similar, but it's, it's clearly Hervez. Hervez. Um, there was also quite a wide range of Muse shirts recently, I believe, extra small or small were available as well. So a wide range there. Mm. Now, in the process of checking out, I would say um, they're really revolutionising. They've gone full postmodern on the checking out experience here. It's the the traditional trend with your big box chains uh, are to bring in self checkouts, where they employ a computer to do all the checking out process and thus contribute to the unemployment epidemic that takes over quite a wide range of Western society today. But uh, the dollar world. Al is really bringing back the notion that it's important to employ two people for the job of one. So when you want to check out, you take your goods to a person who then adds it onto a scrap piece of paper and then you take that scrap piece of paper to the next person who then takes your money and attempts to give you some form of change. Now, this was one very interesting experience given that uh, neither of the people who really did any of this interaction seem to want to have anything to do with another human being whatsoever. Maybe that in why they may end up at the at the cash register, as yeah. it were. They, they felt, if I am the keeper of the money and of the door, 
then I don't really have to deal with these people. They merely just waft by with their change. And throw and money at me. They throw it at me. Similar to an exotic dancer. Precisely. With with much less dancing. Uh, yes. I would say that's probably I'm not one downside. I'm not to say no dancing. Yeah, not... no, there was definitely dancing going on at Dollar World Owl, but probably not as much dancing as you would want at a Dollar World. And thinking back to all the way back to high school there, science class, of course, maybe... Another potential reason that it is Dollar World AU. Maybe it is Dollar World AU. Of course, as we know, AU is the chemical symbol for gold. For gold? Are you suggesting there's alchemy involved? I, th- I'm not saying there is. I'm not saying there isn't. But there definitely is. Illuminati confirmed. Precisely. So this leads us to the verdict. Of course it does. Dun, 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 dun. That sting's going to be great when we get it back oh, in. Oh, yeah. When we finally get our sound designer in, we'll be good. Now, anyway, of course, that leads me to hand it over to, again, my colleague. Now, at the moment, because I'm sure that there's a rotation of goods and even services available at Dollar World Owl, um, at the moment, I would recommend this place for... If you're looking to grab a bargain in the areas of As Seen on TV and Winter, plus like us on Facebook, if you're looking for a bargain in any of those areas, this is the place for you. But I think also this would really appeal to a person who has lost all hope that the capitalist system may work and is looking for a communist revolution pronto. Uh, Fine words there... And, again, as always, truly inspiring. Of course, when I look at the verdict, the, the response I came up with, and I thought about this for a long time, how truly to, to, to encapsulate everything in a few words, and I believe the word I've come up with is perfunctory. Interesting. Interesting choice. Is there anything you'd like to add to that perfunctory statement? I think one more needs to be said. Oh, very well. Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, episode once more. I'd like to thank uh, my co-host here, Andrew, for joining me again. Thank you very much for having me again. No, that's it's glad, right. to, glad to be willing to give this show to you once more. And, and this time, not broadcast from the confines of um, Silverwater Jail. Uh, they were tough episodes, ones you may never hear, but... Episodes that needed to happen nonetheless. Yeah, certainly we're going to start going back to those archives and really trying to dig deep into some of those early formative episodes that Andrew and I really took you on as a sort of throwback or a retro feel. Indeed. To let you really sense what it was about our reviews that drew you in in the first place. Of course, if you like our reviews, you can always join us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+. SoundCloud, iTunes, or any other social media platform that uh, our social media organiser has organised. I've been advised that our uh, social media organiser has put us onto both Tinder and Grinder, so right. you might be able to pick up a bargain of yourselves and listen to a podcast live. Can... But that's only to potential potential listeners. Uh, and that is an apt closing for talking about bargain-based discounts as well. So thank you once again for joining us. I'm Thomas. I'm Andrew. And we'll see you next time. Good day.